It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. <laughs> Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. A lot to get into today, but but off the top, Elliot felt it was important that we address this. He really wanted me to get into it. He said, we have to honor Nikola Jokic. Oh my God. <laughs> the amazing championship run that he had. The greatness that is Nikola Jokic. Dude, let me tell and you. And we just had to, we had to address it. And I was, I hoping, was like, oh, you're right. He deserves it. With the I was hoping Go Birds could be my safe space from Nikola Jokic. <laughs> I couldn't Because honestly, I, I, like, once I start. You're, you're getting national acclaim right now. Uh, yeah. right? So I had to bring Someone it up. Someone had to be disingenuous the face of, yeah. to the Go Birds listeners if I didn't mention your so, clear love of Nikola. I honestly <laughs> think in this situation, me being brave enough to say no one cares about the title, <laughs> I truly feel like the voice of the voiceless. <laughs> like I am the one that is being willing to step out here and be like, the voice of the I'm the voice of the great. voiceless on this. And that's fine. If people want to yell at me about it, yell at me about it. But deep down, we all know. No one cares that Jokic won the ring. Magical season from a magical, go. beautiful player. Oh beautiful God. player. It, and it's, it's also, first of many, probably. I mean, they'll probably win again uh, next no, year. No, I don't think they'll ever win another one. But oh, I, you want to bet? No, but because <laughs> then because then I, it'll they will. But I will say, <laughs> I don't the, get the power why in sports it's become cool to like not care. Like the whole Jokic thing where he's like, oh, the parade, it's on Thursday, or like, well, oh, not, I, ev- not everyone loves their job, right? Like, I don't know. Like, can't we just, and look, Embiid's done it, and Embiid has done the I don't care about the MVP thing, which we know he does. Well, and, he does, And yeah. as does, and we know Jokic no, cares I, see, about it, too. I think Jokic, yo, I, I don't know if I can do I this. I think Jokic <laughs> might be the rarest of breeds who really doesn't care. 
Like, I think that dude just wants to go back to Serbia and hang out with his horses. Well, I find that extremely unappealing. Oh, I love it. Just I saying. Think it, I think it's super cool. <laughs> yeah, I think if, like, <laughs> honestly, there was two main takeaways, and I'll have Eagles ties to this. You ready? Oh, I love what a, what a pro. So the first one I'll say is, to anyone that says the Denver ring isn't meaningless, you cannot look me in the face and tell me that the Eagles 2017 Super Bowl is not a more meaningful ring. You just can't. Well, it sure was a it is. better opponent, better game. What they is, got well, tested. Who said it wasn't? But that's the point I'm making is when people go like, well, you know, all rings all rings are all worth rings something. All rings are worth something. Agreed. But, yeah. but some are far more meaningful than others is the point. Like when the Cavs came back from 3-1 yeah, and beat the Warriors. It's more meaningful to us and more impressive. Meaningful. Yes. You can't say that to Denver fans. Well, I agree not- with that. It does mean something. And look, I do think that I do think that for Jokic, who will be in the Hall of Fame someday, like just yeah, like Embiid sure. and all that. Like, yeah, it's it easy does, to get in there. It, it is. It's a joke. Yeah. But but I mean, he'd make it in a real Hall of Fame, regardless. Probably. But the point is, is like this does matter. Like it is meaningful yes. in legacy terms and all that type of stuff. Every championship that is handed out matters for sure. I just think watching the Denver title you again, the two him, things. Man. Well, no, you but the two him. things, and I think I think Philly fans should agree with this. One, it makes it it makes it that much more special. It, it makes it clear how much more special the Eagles Super Bowl was. Like, the Eagles won their first Super Bowl. would have been exciting no matter what. But how they won it, like, watching Denver beat nobody on the way. sweet they beat the, a good Lakers team. And they okay, beat Phoenix. Sure, it's sure. not like they beat Durant. You sure. thought Durant. You went, going into the playoffs, you said sure. Durant Booker winning the title. Yeah, I thought they had a shot. So, like, yeah. what, I mean, but, like, you can't, like, then step back and be like, they didn't beat anybody. They bought the team you picked to win right. They beat the team you picked to win three it. three of four teams were in the playoffs. I know, Whatever. but they beat the team you picked to win the title before the playoffs started. I don't remember if I picked the Suns. We both said what? it. We both we said, said they were, were like, legit contenders. I think, I think we Phoenix liked their odds. I think we liked their odds. I think, whatever. Chris Paul got hurt. An entrepreneurial listener can go back and listen. Chris Paul did get hurt, but whatever. So I'm pr- I probably picked the Sixers, but <laughs> the point I'm making is not all rings like the Cavs when they came back from three one to beat the uh, the Warriors like that is like people are gonna talk about that the Philly special people talk about that no one's ever gonna bring this ring up again and you know what Denver fans Unless as much it's as you want first of multiple uh, you're right if it's first of multiple that will change things yeah. Denver fans if you want to stay in my mentions keep tweeting me go about do whatever. I can't change the fact your ring's meaningless. You're the ones that have to sleep with that at night. And the other thing I'll say... Just want to say, these are the opinions of Elliot Shore Parks, not the Gobert's podcast. <laughs> the other thing I'll say is, it it makes me so happy I got to grow up with Iverson as my favorite athlete. Like, imagine being a poor kid in Denver. You grow up, you're, you're a basketball fan, and you have to have Jokic as your favorite player. I mean, like, it's got to suck. I mean, I hate to do it. He won a championship. What did he Iverson did, do? But I would rather have been a fan of Iverson. Oh, I wouldn't. You, yeah. We have such different views on what matters in sports. All I care about is titles. I like, get that. Everything else is secondary. Yep. Everything else is below that. Like, give me titles. That's but who it. would you say your favorite athlete is of all time? Like, growing up? My like when I was growing up, because it's was different my, now. I know now, like you really like Foles, like but yeah, I'm saying, Brandon Graham's like, my guy. I think the athletes you like as a kid. Well, Randall was my favorite a, player. Oh, Randall never won anything. I know he didn't, but I would not say that Randall. I would not take Randall's career over Jokic's but, career but over Foles' is, career. You're think, saying you would take AI's career over Jokic as a fan. I'm saying if I was right, Iverson, I would, I would rather, take Jokic. I would rather have been a fan of Joe Montana than of Randall Cunningham. I couldn't be. It's so, I didn't get to choose. But to me, I think who you like as a kid growing up. I understand the winning part of it for sure. But I also think when you're a kid, you know, you like the person 
more in a way, if that makes sense. Like you like them. Like I liked Iris. Yeah, I know he was what you mean. Cool. It's a different type of love. Yeah. Of the whereas person. I think yeah. the older you get, but the more I, I winning becomes. Like I think Jokic is awesome. Like I don't yeah. get your point. Like I just find Jokic him very is, unappealing. Why though? He's a badass. Like he's cool know. as he, hell. I don't know. Is yeah, he? he is. Like I, I, he's probably like top five on players in the NBA. I wouldn't want to. Earmost one, two, three. I wouldn't want to fuck with. Are you well, yeah, me? because he's got those. Two brothers in the stands that look like, like yeah. he's a he's like a he would throw down with you guy like yeah. Jokic would fight you. He got thrown out of a game last right. year. I remember. And I, I, like I think that's like you're like I like tough guys. I like dudes who I feel like are are real and you know yeah. I wouldn't want to throw down with an alley. I just I'm I'm ready for Jokic to be. I know you life. are. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of years left, buddy. So. Well, honestly, I hope he retires. <laughs> he might. He's uh, he might because <laughs> if you don't guess what, man, if you don't like basketball, he's then just go. He's right, though. Let's be honest. Like, I love my job. I have as cool a job as you could, like, up there with the cool jobs. Like, uh, I yeah. am so lucky to have it. If I could never work again, I would never work again. In a second. So I was actually debating this. In with- a second. You're saying, here's all the money you'll need for the rest of your life. You never have to work again. I'd be like, see ya. Have fun. So I was actually debating this with other Eagles writers at practice a few days ago. Like, I, I get your point. And I think that if you had all the money in the world, we could still do our job without the. Uh, I like, wouldn't even need to. I'll travel. I'll hang out. I, I'll watch shows. I'll watch know, movies. I think I'd, I'd, be, miss I'd read it. books. I would. I think I'd I would fine. miss it. I'd be fine. Like I think it's been such a big part of my life that it would be hard to like all of a sudden, what not tweet about the Eagles, not talk about you the can Eagles, still talk not about follow. the Eagles, and tweet about the Eagles without doing. Yeah, but not your, on your WIP. Like being on WIP is. But it's so, cool. But I could also do nothing for the rest of my life. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I think, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Like, if I won the lottery tomorrow, I would be out. Like, everyone's like, oh, I'd stay at my job. Nope, no way. See ya. I don't know, Bye-bye. man. The only, the only reason Can't I- Can't wait to live the rest of my life in glory and happiness. The only reason I think I wouldn't is because of travel. But I think, like, as a ho- having a home base of WIP, I think I, I would still stay. Wow. I really do. Well, I, you, no wonder. I'm, with, I'm on your side. also saying, is it selfish to keep my job if I have all the money? And there's people out there that see there. You, that's another way to that look was at it. the other. All right, let's get in the Eagles. This is I expected this just to be a quick joke off the top and somehow turned into a because I can't not talk. Like I, I, I can't, can't not do it. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I feel right. so strongly about. Uh, it. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get. Everyone's in the like you're making it up. Like no, I believe this to my core. You do. Yeah. I mean, it's faulty and, and whatever, lacking yeah. in logic and whatnot. Yeah. But yes, you you truly believe it. Like Voice this is not a shtick. This is not a whatever. Like you really believe it in your core. To everyone that does believe it, you're welcome. I'm fighting this battle out there yes, for you. The the it, it's a shame that not one person listening can say, "Oh, thanks." I think a lot more people agree than you. <laughs> I know that. I lot, so. My tweets are getting a lot of likes. <laughs> getting a lot of yells too, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. 50-50. Right. Yeah, I'll bet. All right, let's get into some birds talk. As look, um we're entering the look, get used to a lot more of us just, you know, BSing about something at the top of the pod for a while cuz it's going to be a long 6 weeks. Well, you know? I think we might have said this on the pod before, but Another, you know, Sixers thing is how the Sixers are being treated treated <laughs> just now. Jump right back. I'm trying to start Eagles talking. No, no, like, no it I'm is Eagles done. related. I'm not it done. Is. I'm not done. I can't stop. It Go is ahead. Eagles related. But to your point about how it's like a dead zone for the Eagles, I think one of the reasons the Sixers are catching so much heat, outside of the fact that they blew it in Game Seven and they deserve it all that, is there's just an empty space because the the Eagles are not getting that criticism right now. That, that was it. I just think this is the closest we've seen a team get treated like the Eagles. But then in, why in a aren't while. people criticizing the Phillies as much? Well, the Phillies are at a different part of their season. You know, like the, I think that if if the Phillies there's a criticism vacuum. That yeah, had like if to the be Phillies filled. season ended today and they weren't I, in the playoffs, I think, I think, I think that if I I don't think it, I think it's just the the nature of what happened with the yeah, Sixers. Yeah, I think that adds to it for I sure. I think we would all be furious. Like again, like it. 
But I think it's been the, six years of this, like longer with the process, but it's been six years of right. losing in the first or second round of the playoffs. Like earmuffs under the, like, fuck that. Like, right. that's how I feel about it. Like, I, no joke. Like, this is in my lifetime. And, and the, I love my four teams, and those are the only teams I care about, whatever. This is the most I've hated the Sixers in my lifetime. Like, I actively dislike the Sixers but as a franchise. Like, what top I'm saying, to bottom. What I'm saying in terms of, like, coverage is what the Sixers have going have going against them is their season ends when the Eagles are in a down period. The Philly season will end while the Eagles are playing. So I think there's just a difference in that regard. I mean, in terms I guess, of how much look, airspace there is. Well, look, the, we didn't talk Eagles for three weeks last year because the Phillies made a run. Like, yeah, because so. they were in the World Series. Well, we in the playoffs, the whole playoff run, we didn't talk Eagles. It wasn't just the World right. Series. It was like three and a half weeks of not talking Eagles because the Phillies made a run. Like, right, right. But I think I think that the like the Sixers would not be talked about every single day for three weeks if the Eagles were in the or Eagles were playing right now. Is the maybe point? Maybe not, but it, but either way, yeah. But either way, I think it's I think you're underrating how angry people are. No, people Sixers. are furious. I agree. I just As think the Eagles be. always overtake. Joke of a franchise. Well, we disagree on that. I mean, they're an embarrassment. Whatever. I mean, we're not going to do a Sixers file. Let's talk yeah. Eagles. As uh, Look, we got six weeks to... By the way, just a heads up to everyone. I'm letting you know now. I'm off the week that... Of course, they scheduled training camp. I'm off that week. So that's great. I what do you mean? Here. I'm like off the week they... If training camp starts. July 25th. Where are you at? I'm off that week. Like where? Like, that's the week I took off this summer. Oh. Was... Yeah. Yeah, Poor I took that one. And I'm off a little in August, but well, it is what it is. That's when I'm yeah. taking off. Like, no, I, I know. Let's yeah. just start training camp. I'll get. I mean, it's not that big a deal. Well, I won't miss Eagles games. I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, you know. But yeah, it is what it is. I had to take that week off. So, of course, they schedule it the week that I'm off. But whatever. <laughs> Best week of my life. I know it is. You're, you're gonna. It. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll be able to do pods probably. Yeah, but I won't be able to do much past. Doing that. a staycation. It sounds like. Yeah, for that one. Yeah, yeah. for the next one we're not. But it, I kind of like I will not be fully available. But right. I will be more. I'll I'll figure out pods. Especially because your schedule is workable. Right. But, um, all right, well, let's get to the birds because um, I think in six weeks, the big story as we go through training camp is going to be who's going to make the team. Well, and also, it does suck they don't do a mandatory OTA. Like, I get it. I understand the logic. It's a smart decision. <laughs> but it, I am jealous watching all these teams have a mandatory OTAs because for two reasons. A, I'm not getting to cover it, which sucks. But also, I do think one benefit of a mandatory OTA is you get to a check-in from everyone that, like, you get to see who's in and who's not, you know? Like, if there's any issues, if whatever, like, if a mandatory OTA is we need everybody here right now, anyone that's not there, then you're like, okay, like, what's going on here? I think that's a benefit of mandatory OTA where they can have them come and maybe you don't have to, like, get on the field. Maybe it's just, like, a three-day meeting or a hangout. I do think the Eagles might benefit from having some version of a mandatory thing. It doesn't do anything for me. I get your point, but you like know, like the Safan Diggs thing. Well, they didn't do it last year, and it worked out pretty well. For no, them. I know. Yeah, and look, I I get your point, but I think the like the value of Sirianni working with the players on that is why they did it. So yeah, yeah. I think it's impossible to really gauge. I think more than anything, you just wish you were out there at practice covering. One hundred percent. But like, <laughs> if you look at the Stefan Diggs thing, that doesn't happen without a mandatory minicamp. Right, but that that's not getting solved now. I mean, no, but I I do. And look, they know these things. I just mean for publicly, it would be good to see. So this year's the ninety. Strictly from a yeah, from, from a, a from a public perspective yeah. and for my job, it would be nice to get ah, of course like well, a, yeah, a mandatory yeah, check in. Of course yeah. it would. Yeah. yeah, but I think from the perspective of is it good for the Eagles that they don't? I'm fine with how they're doing it. Yeah, I agree with that. I okay. think it's it's a smart logical decision. Okay. I just miss it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know you. I know you do. It's your habit. All right, well, let's get into it. I wanna. I wanna. We're starting off the off season with a where are we at from the roster perspective type of 
discussion here yes. because I want to head into this run year, getting ready for the for training game to start, getting a feel for the roster and. As of, have you already made a 53-man prediction? Of course. Of course you have. I have it right here. Let's do it. Color-coded. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, Look, Look at you. I have all my locks in green. Wow. And then I have the 90-man roster. Long shot, lock. Wow. Bubble. All right. So I think you Key just, names that I think are interesting in I, late blue. I don't think we have to go through all your locks. I think we can say the 22 projected starters are locks. Here's what I want. Start with... Start with the bottom of your like. Who are the who are the players? Whether it's three or five or whatever, who are the locks that? Well, how about this? Let me go. I'll read my bubble name straight through, and you stop me if you think there's an interesting. Well, one. just is there anyone at the bottom of your locks list that you were like, I'm gonna make them a lot, but I'm not a hundred, hundred. Yeah, there was who was That's it? That's why it I'm was, asking. Um, I'm going through my lock list now. Uh, so I think Tanner McKee's a lock. The quarterback because they, they drafted him? Yeah. Now, they did cut Clayton Thorson. So, from that regard, if he's really bad. But I think Tanner McKee is pretty close to he's a lock. He's helped by the new quarterback rule, right? I mean, look, not to get into it, I did put Rashad Penny as a lock. I don't, you know. You we, don't know that he will right. be. Um, what about, so wait, so you have Ian Book? as What about Ian Book? Is I do not, not. I have Ian Book as a long shot. So, you think Tanner McKee is ahead of Ian I think Book. Tanner McKee, is. it's his job to lose. Okay. Now, what could benefit... Ian Book is this new uh, third quarterback role. Yeah. Because uh, you if don't they really like Tanner want Tanner McKee, McKee yeah. to be your emergency quarterback. So, but Ian Book, what they could do is, you know, Ian Book has never been available to the whole league. He was claimed by the Eagles. So if he's cut, you could they could lose him. And I think he's a better third quarterback on Sundays as an emergency guy because he has experience. Tanner McKee's never played he's all played those things. He's played in an NFL game. I just don't think they're going to want to cut Tanner McKee. But as, with all these things, and we'll say this well, 800 times. Well, that's why I because I knew there'd be a couple of the locks that, that are questionable. Right. Well, what I did, too, is I have, uh, for each position, I have the guy I just cut. Like, the guy that I was like, I was going to keep him, and then I didn't. Okay. So, all right, so let's get to your bubbles list, then. And you, okay. you read off your bubbles list, and I'll stop all right, as you tell go. me if you interesting. All right. Uh, Britton Covey. Greg. So, w- real quick, real quick, just with that, who do you think, like, you have him as a bubble guy. Who is your opening day pump returner if they go that's with your 53? That's something they have to figure out. So that's I, just, I out. just don't think Covey is, a, is uh, I don't think it's his job no matter what. I think they would, you know, look for guys. They would maybe have options in camp. I just, Covey was fine last year. Covey was not special. I will say he, like, if he, he develops got better. as a, He got yeah. better. And if like he develops his season as a receiver. Was, uh, up, upwards trajectory. I mean, he had the, the I mean, the, in the Super Bowl even, you know, like, yeah. he had a nice little return. So, so Britton Covey. Greg Ward, I have just strictly because they have like nobody Can't at receiver. Greg Ward is still I know. I, I, he's probably closer to a long shot. So Grant Calcaterra, I think, is going to make the team, but I think he's bubbleish just in the way that he had trouble staying healthy. They really like Jack Stoll. Tyree Jackson's my guy. So, so real quick, real quick, how many tight? Ty- so Goddard is obviously Goddard, the Jack team, Stoll, and Stoller's and then they'll keep the another one. I think. So you think three? That's what I was going to ask. You think three? So it's basically between your guy Tyree and and yeah. Cuff, now could they keep likely. four? Maybe because maybe they're... and look, who could they not keep Jack Stoll? It's possible, right. but like I think Stoll, in terms of a blocking tight end, does things those other guys don't. There's also a world where they only keep four receivers and then keep they, an extra like, tight add end. A practice squad guy. Or well, something like Tyree Jackson's up. like a wide yeah. receiver tight. I mean, he's not. You're not keeping him for his blocking. All right. So D, uh, Dalton Keene and Brady Russell. Whatever, they're tight ends. I don't think they're gonna make the team. But Justin Evans never heard of Brady. Exactly, yeah. Justin Evans, the guy they signed, the safety, the Bucks, right? Uh, I think he was the Saints. Was he the Saints guy? Yeah, I could be wrong about that. I think he played for the Bucks too. Yeah, I think he got hurt for the Saints, and then he got hurt with the Bucks, and then came back with the Saints. Is my is my uh, my rough 
recollection of that. <laughs> My rough, rough remembrance um, of it. Kayvon Wallace. He might be closer. He's not a lock, but... Another guy I'm surprised is still yeah. around, yeah. Trey Sermon, Ian Book, Aaron Sipos, obviously. Ty Zetner, the undrafted rookie punter, I think is a bubble. Brett Toth, uh, Fred Johnson, and Roderick Johnson. By the way, you were right. Bucks got hurt. He missed four... He missed three years. He missed yeah, three so full he played, seasons. He played 10 games in 2018 and then 15 in 2022. Yeah. That's wild, I know. dude. With, with an, like, there was complications and yeah, all the... Yeah, um, so props him for coming back. Yeah, but, hell yeah. For you. Uh, yeah. Fred Johnson and Roderick Johnson, two tackles that, you know, they don't have really good backup tackles. Both of them have NFL experience. Um, Suo Opeto, uh, Sean Bradley, bubble. Special teams guy. Yeah, barely played though. And I feel like last year when their special teams were really bad, they stopped playing Sean Bradley and started playing Christian Ellis. And I know Bradley got hurt, but it seemed like once Bradley was off the team or off the Excuse me, off the special teams, Christian Ellis really helped him. Um, Kyron Johnson, he was working with the linebackers, not the edge rushers, which is kind of interesting. Patrick, another special teams guy. Another special teams guy. Patrick Johnson, I think I think they want him to make the team, but he still has to prove something. Uh, uh, Moro Ojama. So real quick, how many, as we're going through this, how many locks did you have? I think it was something like 39. And how many bubble guys? Like how many of these names that were reading? So I can... I can look really quickly if I can do the math. So 59 to 90, so that would be 41. 31. 31. To 91, I was thinking yeah. 100. Duh. 31, yeah. So 31 bubbles, and then 39 I have, locks. The locks I have go from 20 to 58, so 38. 38, 38 and then the rest, yeah. Okay. So, all right. Should we get into the projection? Yeah, please. Okay, so. Actually, you know what? Hold on. Before we get into the projection. Download the Bet Park Sportsbook mm. Casino app. I mean, seriously, it's the only app that we hear Go Birds recommend. They cater to the real Philly sports fan with the best class, best in class customer service. With Vegas winning the finals, we've got all the action in the other sports. Baseball and golf are rolling, and it's always more fun when you have a little skin in the game. In their last 10 matchups, Philadelphia and their opponents. Get this, combined to go over the run total four times well, out of the Especially after last night. Well, last night they Can't definitely ima- yeah. went over the run total probably five times. Bet more than the score in baseball. Bet player performances, uh, hits, home runs, RBIs, strikeouts. Here's the deal. New customers, you make a winning $10 bet, you get $125 in sportsbook bonus back. I mean, no-brainer right there. Always been a good deal, still a good deal. Now, must be a winning bet, and a bonus bet must be wagered. Once you met on golf, too, as Bet Parks is an official betting operator of the PGA Tour, a blast bet in golf, plus football futures. We're going to get into some of that in the uh, Bet Parks pod coming up this week. We'll talk some football futures, maybe some potential who's going to win it all in baseball. There's so much to bet on, so much fun stuff. It's a blast. Join us and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app right now. BetParks.com has all the terms and conditions. New users and winning bets only. Sports bonus bet must be wagered once. See website for details. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, or Ohio gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So I left my house today, mm-hmm. and I always check the weather, as you know. Yeah, I love you say that casually. Oh, I check the weather before I leave my house, and seven hundred and five times the rest yes, of the day. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So yes. I step out. I knew it was going to be hot, but I was floored how hot it was because when I was inside, I have good windows, and it was nice and cool, Boom. and they kept the heat out. So that's, when I stepped job, outside, I, I was surprised, and I think I probably could have worn shorts. But I'm in a workplace, so maybe not. Yeah, if it could grow up. Yeah. 
But I think, like, what's the temperature where you're allowed to wear shorts? So, uh, well, so, I think it's got to be like a heat wave. Yeah. Like I, on the news hot. So I personally, and this is just me, I will never wear shorts to work. I just feel weird. I, I agree. I, I think feel I feel weird. I'm going to work. And I know there are a lot of people, people here will wear shorts. Like we're in a business yeah. where you can, you can wear shorts. I just, per, it's my own personal thing. I feel like I'm not going to work, not wearing pants. Well, here's the deal. If you have to wear pants in your workplace environment, you better hope they have good windows. You're damn the right. windows, they keep out the heat. And one way to beat the heat, call Window Nation. I mean, we, we all know it's the only way. Because replacing your old windows can be the most important thing you do to seal out, you ready for this? Savage Summer Swelter. Ooh. Yes. And keep cool and comfortable in your home all while S, saving by money. The way. I like that. Savage triple S. Better than Triple yeah. H. <laughs> uh, right now, Window Nation will give you two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, you'll get zero money down, zero payments, and pay zero interest for two full years. That's like windows at half price and making free money for 24 months. Kristen would be proud of me if I made free money for 24 months. Oh, my months. God. Are you kidding me? She'd, think be, she'd be ecstatic. Be uh, so how can you get in touch with Window Nation? You already know because you listen to the pod, but I'll tell you again. You call Window Nation now at 866-90-NATION or windownation.com and get two free windows free for every two purchase with no money down, no payments, and no interest for two full years. Window Nation, 866-90-NATION, windownation.com, and tell me you heard about it on Go Birds Radio. Boom. Or Go Birds Pod. Or Go Birds Pod. Either, either, one. either one. I think I'd probably prefer you say the pod, though. Just say Go Birds. Hey, I heard about it on Go Birds. Yeah. You know? And if they say which one, be like both. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, I never every miss, single platform. I never miss anything. Like, multiple I, times. Yes, I actually listen to it multiple times. Mm. You know, really, I just got auto it. downloader. Yeah. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. It, I hope no one listens to the same pod multiple times of us. That, yeah. That's when you that's when you cross the line for me. Yeah, I mean, but it, no, is I'm it, just kidding. Bring it on. Let's, but let's is it that again. different than watching a movie multiple that's times? A great point. Look at you. It's the same. You. Co- you're I, consuming. It's funny because I've never I've watched movies multiple times. I know you. you know, have. Yeah, you know I love to. 
I've never listened to a pod twice. So you know what I'll do, actually? I will sometimes put on a pod I've listened to if I'm trying to fall asleep. Oh, that's a good idea. Like on an airplane or or if I'm going to bed. That's clever. Yeah. We don't put you to sleep, though. Well, it could not be this pod, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Yeah. Even if, objectively, even if I was not on the pod, I think there's too much yelling on this pod. (laughs) All right. Speaking of yelling, let's do a little. I feel like I need some, like, um, like, uh, um. Um, like, uh, I'm I'm like struggling here. Um, election day. Thank you. Like news coming in, like, you know, the projection. The projection is in. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So let's get the projection. projection. Top of the hour. Key projection alert. I think it's election day. I couldn't think of that. Could I? Um, (laughs) it's like, who's that guy that does the big board? Uh, oh, um, John King. So I think John King is the king of the the big board. Yeah. They got the other guy. Konecki, NBC whatever guy. his name yeah. is. Once on. he went to Sunday Night Football, it was, it was like, like no. you're no longer a serious Like, King is the man. Board. Yeah, King is the man. I respect agree. that guy. I agree. Okay. All right, quarterback. So I think they're going to keep three, obviously. Mm-hmm. This uh, one pretty much buried the lead on this one. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, but, I think, you know, I think Hertz is going to make it. Spoiled this one. Uh, Hertz, Mariota, I have then McKee, and then obviously Book. Um, McKee probably shouldn't be a lock, the more I think about it. Nice. I think it's, I love when we can make changes on the fly to this. Yeah, I, I do, do think job. he is he is going to make the team, but the third quarterback rule I forgot about. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's, a, that's factor. a factor. And I I mean, McKee was a six-round pick. I, so like, we'll see how he and is. Ian in, Book was a fourth-round pick once upon a time, right. too. So I think this will depend on how Tanner McKee plays in uh, preseason, if like the Eagles think they can get him through waivers. But... As of now, I have three for them. Uh, running back, DeAndre Swift, I have Penny on there. Gainwell, Scott, and then obviously the first cut is Sermon. Um, did you see Dalvin Cook wants to go to a place where he's going to get a lot of touches? Uh, so uh, what I saw from Dalvin Cook was that he's not signing for five mil or less. Yeah. So. The money's not the issue for me. The issue would be if he's going to be happy coming in here and not touching it a ton. Which he won't. Which I mean, won't. not to and the so level would he would be, want to. That would be my Dalvin concern. Dalvin Cook's not coming here. I don't think Dalvin yeah. Cook is coming here. I agree. Um, and let's be honest. Like, while it would be nice, like... It's not a need. Like, this room, I think, will be all right. I think the logic for Dalvin Cook is it's always a need to get a better player. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, so, like, DeAndre Hopkins. They don't need DeAndre Hopkins, but DeAndre Hopkins is better than somebody that's going to be on the roster. Agreed. So, in that way, there should always be interest, and you can argue there's always a need to do that. I get it. Um, Wide receiver, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, obviously. So, I have Quez Watkins and our boy... uh, Who's he? Alameda Zacakis. I've been practicing a wow. little bit. I thought yeah. it was Zacchaeus. Is it Zacchaeus? Well, maybe I got it wrong. I know I it's know. Alameda. I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah, so I've been heard, I've heard Zacchaeus a lot, but I don't know if that's right or not. Are we sticking with the Sirianni OZ? I think so. Okay. I mean, so, it's so much easier. All right, so... And if Coach says it, you know? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I like how you so call him Coach. I like that. Well, you <laughs> know why I did that? It's very once... Because we had Dick Vermeil on the morning show this morning. And I called him Coach. Oh, did you? Wow, what a, what a move normally, by you. I don't normally. Normally, I use the first name because, like, you know, you're a human being. Like, It's a little different know, in this case. Like, Rob Thompson comes all the time. Right. I'll, I'll say, hey, Rob, how you doing? Right. Like, great to talk to you, whatever. It's Dick Vermeil. You know, he's like a, a venerable, wow. old, you know, 86. So I called him Coach. But I was also, like, hey, Coach. Because people call him Coach. It's Coach Vermeil. It's never Dick. Like, you know. But let's keep it real. Dick, That's too. what I'm that, like, like, hey, like, let's Dick? keep it real. Like, what up, Dick? I almost think you need earmuffs to. <laughs> <laughs> to address him properly. Not going to be many kids named Richard who go by Dick anymore. No, I think that that is done. Done. That is Fast done. I think front. you got to go by Rich. Yeah, Rich or, yeah. you know, Richard. All right. So yeah. so either way, the point is because I called him coach over the phone. It was in my head. So I was yeah, like, oh, what a coach. flex. No coach. Um, I was a bit of a flex. You're right. So Quez I have on there. Obviously, I think he's a trade candidate. Um, OZ. And then I do have Covey. Excuse me. I do have Covey on there. 
Wow. So, so I, I mean, I hadn't really thought about it in those terms, but the idea that Britton Covey could be their fifth wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> like, kind of light at wide receiver well, from a depth perspective. So, one thing, like, really going through the roster, and I probably should have done a better job of this a month ago. It's all right. We got lots of time. Yeah, we got hands six up weeks high. to get this right. Actually, got longer, but six weeks I, to... I am intrigued by some of the receivers they have. I saw your so, team. I got my guy and my book guys in there. Joseph Ngata. Joseph Ngata. First of all... I, related to Naomi Ngata from my fictional books, I'm assuming. Oh, that's right. So, <laughs> there was that Shaq quote where he was talking about... I forget who it was. Maybe Christian Wood. And he's like, I apologize. I wasn't familiar with your game. Yeah. That's how I feel about these receivers on the back end of the Eagles roster. <laughs> I apologize. I was unfamiliar. I was unaware. So, like, dude, Joseph Ngata was, like, a number one recruit coming out of high school. He's an insane athlete. He went to Clemson where he was supposed to be really good. He kept getting back down because of uh, they have great receivers there. He had a bad quarterback situation. He is huge. Like, I saw when I saw him the first time, even though I wasn't sure who he was, he— First of all, yeah, Zach Ertz is number, which I'm not a fan of. No, stop. But what are we doing? Guys? Yeah, that like you got to retire that number. Stop but it. Regardless, yeah, no one has more big catches in the history of the franchise. Than I Zach agree. Ertz. So um, when I saw him, though, I was like, wow, that guy's huge. So it really stuck. He stands out. And then you look at his resume. So I'm in on him. So I have him as my last cut. Uh, Jaden Hazelwood, I think, is also somewhat interesting. He played with Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma. They gave him a little bit of money. They gave him uh, like a hundred. So first of all, they gave Ingada two hundred thirty thousand, which wow. is noteworthy for an undrafted free agent. They gave Hazelwood a hundred twenty-seven. Um, played with Hurts. He had that, some good real numbers. Quick, real quick, just a quick aside. How wild is it? Like that this is like throwaway money to undrafted guys. I know. Like, oh, they just gave him $127,000. Well, it's like, are you kidding me? Can you imagine getting <laughs> that check if you're him? No, I know you lose some of the taxes in your yeah, agent. So like, but still, it's, you know, like it's not life-changing money, but it is. college, like you get a check for like 60 grand or yeah, something. It's like, thank unbelievable. you. That's pretty sweet. Good way to start. Um, Charleston Rambo. Cool name, number one. Any relation to Bakari? Not sure who that is. Remember Bakari Rambo was the football player from Georgia a few years ago? Oh, yes, in the, that's played right. in the NFL yeah. at one point or another, Washington, I think. So, Charleston Rambo also played with Jalen at Oklahoma. Last year with Miami, he had 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns. I watched tape of all three of these guys. He made the best catches by far. Um, he was with the Panthers last year, didn't make the roster, which is maybe a bit of a red flag because the Panthers suck. <laughs> they, yeah. yeah, but I'm in on him. So, while Covey is a fifth guy right now, I actually do think they have some intriguing options of guys that in camp could potentially, A, either steal a job or at least be on the practice squad to get called up. So, Agree when you see Covey as a fifth guy, that's like a red flag. But I think they have some some interesting some options. options. All right, so I'm going to ask you a question. I should look this up and sound like I'm doing my job. Right. And but I'm not going to. Okay. I'm just going to freaking ask you because I didn't look it up and that's on me. Yeah. Has Ozzy ever returned punts before? Because he seems like the kind of guy who might well, have at some point. talk about not doing your job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and now i got to try to spell it as I type I it know. in. Oh, Lamade is a cake. Here we go. He does seem like a guy that would have returned punts. Right, you would punts. think. Like, he just seems like the kind of guy who at some point has returned punts along um, the way. Kick and punt returns, let's say. All right, so last year with Atlanta, he returned three punts for 36 yards, and he returned two kicks for 41 yards. I mean, that's actually quite good. But he's been in the league <laughs> for four years. So he's not a guy. He's done it. He's done five. He's done it in his career, but he is I mean, not. 13 yards per return, that's not too bad. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> well, yeah. Especially with this unit. So, um, I, I don't know. I just thought he seemed like the kind of guy maybe that could be an option, but apparently. Yeah. Well, I think it really depends if they trade Quest, too, because ideally you don't want your third hold receiver up, out there. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. You don't just drop in here. 
Well, we've talked about this. Not really. Like, we've kind of, like, mentioned it in passing. Do you think there's a real chance they would quit Trey Quez? Yeah. Wow. So who's their third wide receiver? It would be OZ. Why? Why would they do? Are you trying to win the Super Bowl? I wouldn't trade Quez. But, I mean, last year when they did, they did, when they needed him, he did come up small almost every time. Well, I mean, I mean, if you're going to go sign DeAndre Hopkins, you trade Quez. Yeah. Just feel like I don't think they're going to give Quez away. But I, I think, like, I could picture them trading Quez for, like, a conditional five that could be a four or something. Well, I get it, but why? Like, do, unless I they, wouldn't do it. Unless I, they, unless OZ wins the job. Yeah, I'm saying if he wins the job gotcha. and Quez is then, gotcha. like, a, a, a disgruntled backup. That, that's like, a different story. Then I could, but I don't think... If Quez has a great camp, they're not going to trade him. Okay. I think he would only get traded. I thought if, you were saying, like, just regardless. No, no, I get it. If okay, he that wins makes the job. Sense. That makes yeah. way more sense. All right. Tight end, we've talked about a little bit. I think Goddard and Stoll are the only two locks. They really like Jack Stoll. I'm not super impressed with him. He's a good blocker. He's he an average catcher. You need that, you know? I know, but Goddard like a can sixth block. offensive lineman at times. Yeah, but Goddard's a great receiver, too. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the other part of this Quez thing is they have three elite receivers if you include Goddard. Mm-hmm. So they're they're good uh, in maybe that Maybe four if you include DeAndre Swift. Yeah, Who knows? as a running back, for sure. That's what I mean, as a running back receiver. Yeah. Uh, Calcaterra I have as the third tight end right now. I'll never give up on Tyree Jackson. I think if look they've kept him around, so if he he's has, still here, no, it's a great point. And the thing about like waivers when you cut guys is like guys like him that are elite athletes, yeah. like they get picked up as developmental people. Because someone will just take a shot. Um, all right, so I did this interior line and then tackles. So interior of the line, Kelsey Dickerson, Jergens, all locks. Obviously, Steen is going to make the team. He's a lock. I put Opeta just because he could play either guard spot. Um, and he's been here. They know he's him. Been here, he knows yeah. how they like him so, to play. Brett Toth is someone to keep an eye on. They've Similar had to Opeta in that way. Yeah, but he's he's taking center snaps at practice. So that's oh, a little that's interesting. interesting. But you have well, Jurgens as your backup center. But that's the thing, center, though, so. right? You do, but at the same time, they might. We know that the Eagles in the past have not wanted to move two guys always with right. their backups. So they, if the if Cam if Kelsey Jergens, goes down, they were probably not going to. Well, I think I think if Kelsey goes down for a game. I don't think they go to Jurgens. If Kelsey's out for the year, yeah. then they flip it out or whatever. God forbid. Right. But like, I think that I think that's probably why they're training other people at center because ideally, if Jurgens wins that job, I they want him to be the guard. Yep. Yeah. I think if it's a long term, you're right. They would they would move Jurgens over, and you'd put Steen in there, and that would be a preview of potentially the future, the future of your offensive yeah. line. Oh my goodness. Um, tackles, Lane, Mylotta, Driscoll. Driscoll's probably a lock. I mean... I think the versatility. Is there so. a world where he has a bad camp and they cut him? I don't think they're financially tied to him, but... But I he, just think with the, with the amount of snaps he's played... And he can play multi... He can he play, play all interior. Four, yeah, four right. positions for you. So, uh, I put Julian Good-Jones on there. He's someone that was with the team before. He went to Canada, played really well, apparently, Good according Jones. to his Wikipedia is page. It, is he a hyphen? Is it, he has a hyphen. Okay, because I was like, that's a weird last name, Good-Jones. He has a hyphen. Um, and then the last out I had on that was Fred Johnson, someone that has NFL experience, but kind of just a guy. You can probably get him on a practice squad now that you can have veterans there. So that those would be the tackles that I would go with. So wait, hold on. What do you mean now? That, what's the, did they well, change the, the rule? Is, well, this has been like this for since COVID. Yeah, you, since you can COVID, put you could, veterans on uh, the practice right, squad. Okay. Um, all right, defensive tackle. Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, obviously. Do you think Milton Williams is a lock? Yes. I think... Okay. I think he's, he's going to make the team. He's played a lot the last few years. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's made some plays, got some sacks. You're right. All right, so I have him as a, on there. And I think then, he's a um, lock, yes. I always forget about this guy, but Catavia Street, they signed from the Saints. Oh, yeah. So I have like him, a good dude. Him as the fifth defensive tackle, and then I have Marlon Tuopolo, too. What, nine offensive linemen they keep? Or well, defensive linemen? Defensive linemen, yeah. So I have them with one, nine two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 
nine. I have him with ten, but like I'm including Reddick and Patrick Johnson in there, even though they're technically right. right. Um, so yeah, I mean, defensive tackle. I actually got into this. It was on the morning show with you about um, Jalen Carter versus Javon Hargrave, on who I think more teams would take. I do think more teams would definitely take Jalen Carter if you're taking into account contract the future it's and the like contract. A question. But for one year, I'd be curious. I do think people are now. Some people would have him off his board, which is you know not ideal. But uh, I think Jalen Carter could come in and, and be just as good as Javon Hargrave was in some ways. Can you imagine? It's asking though, a lot. But it's like, a, yeah, he's a rookie, but he he's. Been like just going to be the guy for like three years. Dollars. I look, I agree. I think I, I don't think it's actually us. funny that, not to you know do it again. But Dick Vermeil right. said on the air today that he thought he's like defensive rookies can get there quick. He's like, yeah. he's like you can you can be an impact player on defense. As he's like, if these guys are talented, he's like it's not hard. So I was thinking about this for maybe Gobert's radio on Saturday. So maybe mull it over. Ooh, I love the the potential like topic on. A, I was going to say Tuesday. It's Wednesday. I think. Yeah. Okay. Like I think it's fair to expect uh, Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter to be instant impact guys. Uh, I think it's fair to expect Jalen Carter too. I don't know if it's fair to expect Nolan Smith too, considering last pick of the first round also was draft. You know, is so- and I know you've been down there and you say it's a bit of a misnomer and all that, but like right. does have a not a prototypical size for the NFL. Like there might be time that it takes him to learn to get by big guys and all that type of stuff. But I-, I get your point. I think it's an I think it's a provocative statement. Yeah, and I think when they're coming from where they're coming from, they're not, you know, coming from TCU or North Dakota State or anything like this. They're coming from an SEC program where they played big time games, big time snaps. You're not asking them to be starters right away, but I think if like the year ends and you're you don't want to be sitting here a year from now and going, well, it was the rookie year. I think like you want to see instant impact from them. Um, all right, the edge rushers, Hassan Reddick. Oops, sorry, my thing messed up. Hassan Reddick, obviously a lock. Unless they trade him because of his contract, but yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. They would, I think, they would pay him before they trade him. Uh, I think I probably agree with that. They're trying to win a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, Reddick, Sweat, Graham, Nolan Smith. I put Patrick Johnson as the fifth one. Patrick Johnson, they've liked to use him now. It's a new defensive coordinator, so who knows what his role will be? But he can play a little bit of linebacker. He's a good stand-up edge rusher. He's a good blitzer, and I think he's he's had great training camps. I think he's made plays in games. I like Patrick Johnson. So. Um, don't care. No, I'm just kidding. No. Um, Teron Jackson is the last cut. Someone that's had good camps. Yeah, I know Reddick really likes here him. And there. Yeah. Well, real quick, back to Reddick. Um, how realistic? I mean, I know it's realistic. Do you think he will report for camp? Yes. Okay. I'd be very, very surprised. <laughs> like I would put it at ninety percent. Okay. Great. Um. All right. Linebackers. Linebacker. Your boy Nakobe. Damn. Nicholas straight. Morrow. You know. Do we know yet if it's Morrow or Morrow? Because I always, when I see M-O-R-R-O, I always think Morrow. Okay, we can go with Morrow. I'm not sure it is. I'm just asking you. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. Do you want me to look it up? No, you don't have to. Well, it does, Google does this thing where when you click on it. Uh, it tells you how to say it? Yeah. Really? It's a new Pronunciation. Thing. Tough word to spell. Pronunciation. Pronunciation. It's not that tough word. It's actually no, it's not. Kind of exactly pro none. It's actually pretty phonetic. Agreed. But <laughs> when you're doing it live, there's a bit of a difference. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Well, I'll do it into the mic. Yeah, I love this. Go. Nicholas Morrow. Morrow. Nicholas Morrow. So I was right. It'd be funny if every time we said his name all year, I. <laughs> <laughs> that might get Dude, old. If you committed to that, that bit, might get old quick. I think it would be the funniest thing that's ever. Happened. Like, like, if yeah. You, if you, the problem is like it would be like. 
There's no way you would remember but it would to just do be it every especially time. Especially funny if it's like we're doing a post game pod. Say his name and then you're like, oh, hold it's on. It's 1 a.m. <laughs> and it's like it's like the defense played poorly. Nicobe didn't get it done. Nicholas <laughs> missed that tackle in the third quarter. <laughs> I love this. So like much. the pause each time, it'd be so hard to be like genuinely upset at him. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love um, that so much. All right, so Nicobe, uh, Nicholas Morrow, already done with the bit. <laughs> Christian Ellis, and I put. <laughs> I put Kyron Johnson, um, but I think like any of these linebackers, it wouldn't shock me at all if like. I think Nicobe's going to make the team. Would it shock me if they traded Your him? Your point is it could be anybody on, anybody yes, off. Yes, I think this shocked. is the position that has fair. the most turnover. You got Christian Ellis a lock. Uh, I, yo, Christian Ellis probably is a lock, honestly, just because I don't think they would trade him. I, I don't appreciate think that you didn't him. put him in initial lock, though. Look at you. Well, I made this prior to his outstanding OTA performance. <laughs> that makes sense. There you go. Um, all right, cornerback, Darius Slay, Bradbury, Maddox, uh, Keely Ringo, all locks. McPherson's probably pretty close to a lock. They have him working in at nickel, uh, which means that you know he can have him play multiple positions. Then I put Greedy Williams as the six. Um, Josh Job, kind of interesting. Eli Ricks, kind of interesting. Um, they have like some guys of the they undrafted dudes, corner. Yeah, that's going to be maybe the toughest spot to make cuts at. Eli Ricks projected yeah. to be a top five pick the year. I know, before. big soccer guy too. Uh-oh. I was looking at his Twitter. He's not uh-huh. just like a pretend soccer guy. He was liking some like deep. Deep dive soccer tweets. Really? I'm going to try to talk to him about it. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> I love that you're checking the deep dive likes there. Yeah. I'm trying to so make conversation I've, with him. So I've I hear you like soccer. That. I've never checked what anyone is like. I check every draft pick's Twitter and Instagram just to get a feel for him. It's really smart. Thanks. It's a good move by you. Tanner McKee's Instagram is exactly what you would expect Nick Foles' Instagram to be. Yeah. Like maybe because I went in with that understanding, Idea. but you know, Colored your... him and his longtime girlfriend. Yep. Lots of Jesus posts, you know, like there's it's just like what you would exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Safety. Reed Blankenship. Uh, Brown. Oh, Sydney yeah. Brown. Yeah, Sydney. <laughs> wow. Hey, uh, Terrell Edmonds. Uh, Reed Blankenship, Sydney Brown, Terrell Edmonds, Kayvon Wallace. Uh, and then I put Evans as the fifth. Uh, you think they keep five? I think they only have like, there's like no one else. Like, I don't even know who else it would be. Yeah. So, I think they only keep four is my point. Well, I think the argument for five would be maybe Sydney doesn't play right away. Kayvon, who knows if he can even play. Um, and then obviously, I think at this point, we could say Kayvon can't play. <laughs> well, but he could, be a, he could be a quality backup. I don't think he's going to be a fine. starter. That's fine. Um, and then special teams, Jake Elliott, Rick Lovato, and then obviously the punter thing, we'll see. I think there's a better chance the punter's not on the roster than it's going to be this undrafted rookie. How come? I think they're playing too many games, too too many big games to go with an undrafted rookie. You even, know, we saw even in the Super Bowl one cannon. He could, yeah. And look, the big games are somewhat too. far away. Uh, the dual but, ability of Jake Elliott gets hurt in a game. You got to do how much money kick. they give him? I think I wrote this down. They gave him bubble one hundred fifteen thousand. God. So you know, God. not not like a super ton, but yeah. For a punter, two thirty, I think, was the most they gave to an undrafted rookie, which was in Gata. Um, let's see. Greedy Williams got six hundred thousand, but he's not an undrafted rookie. Hmm. So there we go, fifty-three man roster. I think that cornerback, running back, that's got to be tough. Greedy Williams, second round pick, gets six hundred thousand. Well, he got his initial paycheck. No, I know he did. I'm just saying. You look at it; it's like ah, look at these Um, losers. So I think cornerback's going to be the toughest one. Backup tackle is really tough. Uh, you could argue tight end, but I don't know. Running back, I might just be inventing in my head. But I think <laughs> I think there's some interesting decisions to be made there. But the bottom line is, like, 
I don't. There's not many years I go into the roster with like 39 locks. Yeah, and with all the and with almost no starting competition, well, like and also safety kind the, of. Well, but. yeah, and also you know we've talked about it a lot, but also just at the positions that we, and obviously the team does, but we believe matter the most. Like they're in really good shape. Yeah, those positions. You know, there's a reason why they have the second best Super Bowl. Odds. Yeah, yeah. The reason they're going to win the Super Bowl. So you do believe that? I do. All right, that was good. Thank you. Thank that was a really nice way to set up the offseason, buddy. Thank you well, for all your color coding. it was the day coding. when I was productive and Kristen was proud of me. Color coding, your work. Was yep. she really proud of No, she didn't even know. <laughs> I think she knows I did this. Yeah, good. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. Uh, Bet Park's Big Spot's coming out tomorrow. We're going to record it next, but it's going to come out tomorrow. It will. Um, final thoughts, buddy. Yeah. So I watched the Spider-Man movie you suggested. Yes. And so you watched the the original one from yeah, 2018 the, from into the Spider-Verse, now across the Spider-Verse. Zone. Dude, I mean, we were texting about this, but like the fact humans did that is wild. <laughs> to think that we've gone from, you know, not like basically our car, like our movies were like the worst things ever and like cartoons, like drawings to that, like people are pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my final that's not my final thought, thought but that is it is wild to think someone came up with that I don't disagree um, it's an amazing but anyway so here's my final thought the way it. the way I watched it was it was on FX on demand so mm-hmm. there were commercials in it because oh, that's, that's just how that would drive me crazy so here's my take I think all movies should have commercials oh, so you can check your phone <laughs> you can check your phone and like, take, let's be real. We all check our phone. Heart. I was texting you a bunch throughout the I movie. I hate this take. I missed parts. I had to rewind. I'm good with commercials. I'm <laughs> no. good with them. In intermission, you have intermissions in place. Just like a 20 minute break. People can go get snacks. People can, you know, uh, go like to the a bathroom. Longer movie if you want an intermission. But when you're at home, just pause it. You just pause it and go to the bathroom. But then I'm constantly pressing pause. <laughs> What a tough, I just would what be a in on, I'd be in on commercials in movies. I'm very out. Very, yeah. very, 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 very Think about very it. Out. If you're seeing an hour in, I don't know, let's say a two-hour movie. An hour in, there's like, all right, we're going to take an, a quick break. Everyone goes to the bathroom. You can go get snacks. You can check your phone. You can be like, hey, oh, my God, like, talk to Emily about what's going on. I think it makes sense. I know. You do. And there's intermission in plays. I mean, there are. It's not a movie, though, is it? 
But what would be the difference? I guess plays you're setting stuff up. Play, plays are like four hours long between the two acts and stuff. I mean, movies are pretty long these days. They are. Yeah. That is something. The movies have been really long lately. I feel like every movie comes out. It's like I can tell you're hours. already in on this. No, I hate it. I, I, Don't I can see it happening. I hate it. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Officially hate it. Okay. I think it's a good idea. I uh, know <laughs> you do. Um, all right, I get two. One Zoe related, one not. Uh, the Zoe one... So because of Bluey, which I've talked about on the show, if right. your sister yes. loves it, all that, because of the show, all that. Um, if you don't watch Bluey with your kids, like, what are you doing? What are you doing is correct. Like, I, it is the greatest show of all time. But um, because of it, so it's a, a show from Australia, um, and I wonder if other people, and I know the Peppa Pig stuff, I think this happens, but like, Zoe uses like non-American terms for things, for certain things. Like, so she oh. calls the trunk of a car the boot. She's like, open up the boot. I like that. <laughs> she says- I like that. She says cheeky all the time. Cheeky? Like, oh, that's cheeky. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a fan she of that She calls things though. bits, not like we call them a bit, like, oh, uh, uh, like a, oh, look at that little bit right there, or whatever, like that's a, it's a, it's all over Bluey, it's a Bluey thing, they call it bits, like little bits. I think that, is that an American term no, too, No, no, it's from Bluey. Like, it no, is no, a, I get that, but I'm saying- like no, boot no. and cheeky are definitely no bit. It's it's bit is American term of the way we use it. It's used completely different there. It's like um, is it like a bit of something? No, like, let me get like, a, like a bit of that. Yeah, it, no, no, no. It's like this little bit. Like it's like they use it for like um like if you were going like a, um, amount of time could be a bit or this could be like they use it. It's like a bit of time. It's just bit. Like okay. it's used in a lot of different ways. Right, which she will use it in those ways. So I wonder if there's like a thing. Do like kids Probably. just start talking in Probably. Britishisms and well, whatnot. Well, I feel like with kids in general, and like Australianisms. Kids in general, I think what you watch when you grow up like influences you, mm -hmm. which is why it would suck to be a Denver Nuggets fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Imagine being just, like a parent and having like, it's okay to care title. about things. I know Nikola Jokic is saying you're going to hate your job, <laughs> but you know, hopefully one day you get a job. You're like, and parades are fun, I promise. I know he's not <laughs> excited, but we'll have a good time if he shows up. All right. All right. Um, I have a really, really good final thought for Bet Parks tomorrow's show. So just so people know. Okay. Pay attention. It's actually a pro tip. And I don't think I've said it on here before. I'm actually going to check with Elliot in between. See if you said it. To make sure I haven't said it. But it's if I have. It's a tip for like. It's a tip for life. Actually, okay. relates to watching TV. I think it's a pro tip like. A... No, it's a life tip that okay. I feel very strongly about. But um, here's my final thought. And it's that I am going to start calling celebrities by like shortened names. Like, you know, like if you listen to anyone talk about, Rob, we all call Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro. Yeah. Every person who's ever met him calls him Bob. I was like, oh, Bob, it's Bob De Niro. It's Bob De Niro. I'm just gonna start throwing him out. Like, you know. Well, but here's the problem with that. Like, if you're just on the radio and you're like, oh yeah, there's new movies coming out, like Bob's in it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, just start throwing, like Harry Ford. That's my buddy Harrison. Harry Ford. <laughs> you know, Harry. I could see a little bit. <laughs> just throw him out. I'm just going to If it's going to be. Then just like in casual ways. So it's like you just, and they're just like, wait, what'd you say? And they're like, oh. So here's what I say. It will be a funny, cool thing to do. It's a great bit. You're going to constantly have to be like, oh, like Robert De Niro. They're going to go, why are you calling him Bob? <laughs> Bob De Niro. I mean, you know Bob oh, it's De Niro. Like people call him. No, it's right. I call him. I think it's a little bit like, for some reason, it's reminding me of when people cut uh, candy with forks and knives on Seinfeld. <laughs> Seinfeld. It's like you're like saying it's like it's what people do. It's like the high class yeah, thing it's just, it's just, you know, It makes me seem like I actually know them. Yeah, that's, that's all right. That's my buddy Bob. Okay, good. And like when you're watching a movie at intermission, yes, yeah, you can yeah, go, you know, man, Bob's 
Bob's really yeah, killing this. Commercial break. Hey, isn't exactly, Bob, yeah. isn't Bob great at this? All right, good. I'm happy you're with me on this. I'm going to start doing it. I just want to let you know. So when I bust out, I'm talking about a movie, and you know, I just- Well, good news. I don't know a lot of actors, so I'll, just, <laughs> I'll probably just pretend I know what you're talking about. Okay, good, good. I'll find a way to, to talk about it. What's, what's Vanderpump's first name? Whoa, funny story. Somebody left a five-star <laughs> review on the pod. Let me let me pull it up okay. really quick. What is her we'll first name, though? Like the woman? Miss, well, there's a bunch. Mrs. There's Lala, there's Mrs. Raquel. Mrs. Vanderpump. Who's oh, the Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa. Yeah. Lisa, there you go, yeah. Okay. So um, you can't really shorten Lisa too much. I mean, I go Five-star review from Callie Bird. Real one here, just leaving a comment. My girl just got me into Vanderpump Rules, and I got to say it's the best drama on television. Some... <laughs> Sometimes Elliot's takes are a little crazy, but I'll give him this one. Love you guys. Love the pod. Go birds. I like I said to you, like I I don't watch any of that stuff. It's the I best have, reality heard, show. Like the Vanderbump thing does seem like the, of all those ones, that Dude, seems like the unreal. best. Unreal. I can't wait for the new season to start. <laughs> I think they're actually putting an episode out tonight of unreleased clips. So. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. let's go. Big night ahead at the uh, the short the Glavis Shore Parks household. <laughs> All right. Um, I will not be watching it. At some, some Well, you can't now. You've start from the someday beginning. Someday you'll get me to watch it. Yeah, we have to start from the beginning. If well, yeah, if, whenever I watch it, I would start. Mm. From the, it's such a, like, if it's like, oh, I'm going to sit down for 100 episodes of Vanderpump. Yeah, and like, shoot me in the play face. on your phone while you watch it. You'll be in it. <laughs> you, see, that's, I think that's a, it. What's, you know what? This is so perfect because you're going to hate my final thought next pod. Right, well, I'm and excited I know to I hear haven't it. said it now, and I'm sure of it. So my right. final thought next pod, tune in. If for nothing else, just for that. Just for that. Fast forward to the end. Bet Parks Picks Spot coming tomorrow. Until then, he's LMJ.